Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. Today, uh, you're going to learn why I call them epic sods. Uh, we're going to have a blast because very rarely do I get to have both parts of an absolute power team on one podcast. So I am thrilled today. I've had the pleasure of knowing my dear friend Becky for, oh boy, nearly 40 years out, right? And with every year that passes, just when I think I couldn't be more impressed with her, she goes out and raises the bar yet again. Uh, Rebecca Gonzalez Sendon brings extensive expertise and experience to the table in the areas of global leadership, communication, strategic thinking, learning development skills, and a true heart for coaching around all of it. Now, after working with one of the top 10 travel companies in the world for 28 years, uh, she's bringing her passion and experience and embarking on a lifelong dream of helping people through mental and behavioral disorders with a strong heart for working with women who need support in recovering and rebuilding themselves. And I'm not even kidding. She is all heart. And I also had the pleasure of being introduced to Melissa Lutz, the founder and CEO of Wholeness Health and the founder and president of the Wholeness Butterfly Foundation, which is a 501c3 Florida nonprofit. Now, Melissa began her new journey after surviving past circumstances of abuse, addiction, and trafficking. She has a master's degree in professional mental health counseling and is currently working on her PhD, so she's not busy at all, in <laughs> clinical psychology. Now, I could go on and on about both of them with a long list of accolades, but I would much rather get into the show and hear from them. So please help me welcome Becky and Melissa. <laughs> I am so happy you guys are here. How are you doing? Great. Happy to be here. Yay. Very exciting. So excited. Yeah, Thank you for having me. I, I am so grateful because I know you guys are extremely busy and there is so much that goes into launching what you are launching. So I want to get right into it with your permission. And I want to talk wholeness health because I'm so excited about this project. When, when Becky shared with me what her vision was, uh, what both of your visions are. So tell me a little bit about how all of this got started. Okay. Who wants all right. <laughs> you start because you were like the original. Okay. And then I'll, uh, I'll like pass it over to you. <laughs> you okay. So, um, so originally I'm from Maryland, um, from the Baltimore, Northern Baltimore area. And, um, you know, after, you know, my own journey of, of, you know, recovery and, and getting through, you know, the grips of, uh, uh, addiction, abuse and trafficking, um, God said, okay, I'm going to use you. And I said, okay, well, here I am, you know, use me. And he said, pack it up. You're going to Florida. <laughs> and I <Wow>. said, what? <laughs> I don't want to go to Florida. I like snow. <laughs> and, um, and so when I got here, I, I quite didn't understand it. At the time, I was going through my um, undergraduate degree with um, uh, my bachelor's degree in psychology, which is addiction and recovery. And um, so I was like, oh, you know, recovery capital of the world in South Florida. This is why I'm being sent there. You know, it's for my degree. 
And um, so I get here and immediately um, all the treatment centers are on a hiring freeze. And I'm like, okay, I'm here, God, and now I don't have a job. So what do I do now? And so um, I didn't understand it at first. It was a little bit, um, you know, confusing. And um, someone had reached out to me through a text message. Hey, would you like this position in the faith-based program that they're, you know, have this track going on? And that was kind of like the first time my foot got into, you know, the treatment centers here in South Florida and what was going on. And so um, to fast forward a little bit, each treatment center that I was exposed to, um, I was also seeing um, and exposing the corruption that was going on. Like I could wow. see it and know what was happening. And so there was a lot of um, different things going on, like urinalysis being taken um, and just being overcharged for them in some places. And, and I'm just, you know, kind of generalizing it because I don't want to, you know, call anything out. But, the, you know, the places that um, I was at, like, they really didn't treat, you know, these um, broken very broken people with the care that they needed. Um, and it was more like a factory of how many people we could get in to just, you know, rake and, um, rake, you know, rake the insurances for money, you know, after the Obamacare was passed. Um, so it's like, um, uh, it's like a revolving door. You know, they start in detox, they go through, you know, PHP services, which is, a partial hospitalization to IOP, which is intensive outpatient, and then they get a dirty urine just to go right back in. And so how they get that dirty urine, they're either paid for them to use drugs, they, you know, false, um, you know, give a false um, positive, you know, and accuse them of doing it. And they do it so much and beat them down so much that they get them to believe that, oh yeah, I did take something and this happened because they're so broken, they just attach to that trauma. So it's like trauma bonding in a sense. Mm. And so um, as I'm going through each treatment center and learning all this um, in during my master's degree as well, um, I ended up at a treatment center where I met um, Becky's brother. Mm. Um, and so I started talking to him about um, wholeness um, which was actually, um, the nonprofit was actually incorporated like three years ago. And I started to do something with that, but it was very difficult to like gain money. Um, you know, everybody wants to help, but nobody wants to give anything financially. And, you know, the fact of the matter is without money, you can't really do, um, much to help, but I did, I did help. I was, you know, I did, I was able to do, you know, pool resources to help the people I could. Um, I was able to, you know, rescue two girls out of a trafficking situation, oh, get them, you. you know, in detox and, you know, um, and, and I, so I utilized resources at the time, didn't have a building to help them or a treatment center, but I was able to use healthy, good resources instead of them getting caught up in the mix of what was going on here in South Florida. 
um, which they're calling, you know, the Florida shuffle. Um, and apparently there's, you know, North Carolina shuffle, there's, there's all across the states is what's happening. And they're just basically shuffling in broken people to put through, you know, treatment centers that, you know, all they care about is the money. And um, nobody's getting, it, it seems like nobody's getting the help that they need. We have here in South Florida, like we have the highest rate of overdoses right now. Why? I mean, we're, we're the recovery capital of the country. Why, why are our rates so high? It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And so um, the system is failing these people. And I, I mean, I've even had like recently, like, like three clients that I knew that I worked with and they're dead now. Like they're gone. Wow. Um, Sorry, and I mean, it just, it, it really shakes me um, because it's like, I really, you know, want to help um, and do what I can. And I'm just, you know, my, kind of like my hands are tied. Sorry, I'm a little choked up, but. Oh, that's okay. So um, meeting, you know, Becky's brother um, at, a, at another treatment center that, you know, I worked at. I was able to share my heart with him and, and the story behind wholeness and, you know, how that came about, um, you know, cause I lost, um, I, I lost my son to addiction too. Oh, I'm over. sorry to hear that. Wow. And so, um, I was able to just pour my heart to him and, and share that with him. And he said, you're going to love my sister. <laughs> Here's the number caller right now. You're going to love my sister. And I was like, I don't even know who your sister is. And so I got the courage up to finally text her. And it was, it was just such a God thing, how everything just happened because I literally was at this treatment center for about two weeks. It was like a, like a drive-by thing, just meet Becky. And um, wow. this is where I'll pass it on to you. I love <laughs> Here it. you go. I love that. And thank you for sharing, Melissa. I know. And I'm, and again, I'm sorry about your son. I know we've had uh, members in our family that have gone through that and have actually passed from my, my husband's nephew is one. And it's just the, the system here. Everything that you're describing is just not, it's not meant to succeed for them. It's so, interesting that you say that because like it's so broken, but yet they're making money. So they don't think it's broken. They think, yeah. oh, well, we're making money. Things are going, but it's crazy. at what cost? Somebody's life? Like yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. it was mind blowing to me. Mind blowing. Yeah. I, I just, sorry, I cut you off. But no, it's okay. And, and um, Becky and Becky, I know when, when Becky and I, when Becky shared with me what she was doing, I mean, it was just like, Oh, but, but I know how much this means to you. And I know how excited you are about the possibility. And I always say, and I want to ask you about that later, but I always say that, that if there's not a faith component into the recovery, it's very hard for it to be sustainable. But Becky, tell me a little bit about, about your coming into the picture with Melissa on this drive by chance opportunity. You know, God is up there laughing at us because we're saying it's by chance. And he's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to believe. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really amazing because so, so in August of last year, well, like you said, I had worked for this company for 28 years, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So I like to tell people that I started when I was like 10. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
So no, I mean, it was it was wonderful, but of course, like with so many others who lost their job during COVID, mm-hmm. I found out in August that in December I would lose my job. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, right away you start thinking of all kinds of things, like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? And finally you reach the point where you're like, well, what do I want to do? Yes. What do I really want to do? Um <laughs> I get choked up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. I knew this would happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so for me, thank God for waterproof mascara. Yeah, really <laughs> not waterproof, people. No. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, so we'll see so... it in a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so the reason why, um, like, I knew that. So I knew that I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with me? <laughs> we're, we're just old, Becky. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to say. I love it. Um, no, so um, when I was, I guess I was in, I was in my 20s. And mm-hmm. um, my, my experience with addiction is through my brother. And I know you're very close with him, so. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. But listen, this is good. It needs to come out. And this is, this is how, this is how, how heavy this is, you know, yeah. and we carry it. And, and I, and I know that for both of you, that's why there is so much fuel and so much passion behind yeah. what God is using you for. That could yeah. not happen unless you have this emotional component tied to it. It, it wouldn't be as, mm-hmm. as important if, if it wasn't this tight. So don't apologize, girl, you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's so, so that was my, my experience with, with addiction was, was that, and, you know, it was, there's all kinds of stigma mm-hmm. and we kind of think that, I know that that happened. That doesn't happen to you, you know, not the way you grew up. We had a perfect family, you know, my parents loved each other. Like my dad passed away in 2009, but I mean, they'd still be going out every weekend. Like they went out more than I did every Friday, every Saturday, they'd go with friends, you know, and they just, they just had such a loving relationship. So you just never think it's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and I started to realize like just how normal it was, right? Yeah. And just going to like the family sessions and things like that, I would think, well, what about people who don't have family? You know, like family is so important. Um, so, you know, I, I learned a lot and I always, um, that was always in the back of my mind let's put it that way so fast forward to last year um coincidentally i heard god incidentally my brother starts to work at this recovery center that one of his best friends opened up and you know he's getting home and he starts to tell me about the florida shuffle and i was like what you're kidding me like you automatically think that 
these centers are there not for themselves, but but for the people that they're helping, right? So you just, it's just hard to imagine. So he was like being, he, he didn't even know about that. Now he, you know, and he's been, thank God, you know, clean and sober for, I don't know, 20 years or something wow, like that. He had, he had a little bit of a scare last year. So he started his program all over again, but it was more, it was more emotional um, because of a breakup that he had. And um, so for him, he said it was, it was like a, an emotional recovery, you know, but nevertheless, it, it was, it was very difficult for him. So, um, but he didn't know about this Florida shuffle either. And he started hearing about all these things. And when he would tell me, I was like, what? And then just one night we were, we were in the kitchen. He had come home, we were getting ready to have dinner. And, and he was like telling me this and I, it's like the light bulb went off and I thought, okay, this, this is it. Like, this is what I want. I, I've all, it's always been in the back of my mind. So why, why haven't I done anything? You know, so that sort of, that, that whole idea um, started, right. And I started to talk about it at first. I, you know, at work, it was like three months still working, knowing that I was going to lose my job. So people start asking, what are you going to do? And you get like a little overwhelmed. And I, I have to say, like, at first I thought, I don't know, like a little scared to talk about what I want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And one day I'm like, okay, that's so stupid. Like I have to stop, like, why, you know? And I, and I have so much faith, like why, why that fear? Right. So I started to talk about it and everybody was like, oh, oh my gosh, you would be perfect for that. And, oh, I could totally see you with, you know, this and that, your heart, your this, you know, whatever. So um, it just, it, it motivated me even more, right? And then the last thing I expected was for my brother to say, oh, you have to meet Melissa. <laughs> the mental health therapist and she she just started working and she's like super nice and she has such a good heart and you know she had a nonprofit and I was like oh my goodness because I was still thinking do it nonprofit should it like what do I how do I, how do we create this right and then finally which I thought was so cute when we met and she was like you know I was like kind of scared to I was like yes <laughs> in a way she thought like you know she doesn't know us. she didn't know my brother for very long so right. we were really going on just instinct and faith more than anything yeah that's beautiful that's um beautiful. yeah and then I had pretty much already thought oh I'll do a I'll take a certification and grant writing course at, at UM so I did that and we really just started this, you could say in April, like when we really said, okay, 100% full force, this is it, you know? I just so, love how, yeah. how God was moving all the chess pieces, right? The yeah. whole time. And, yes. and the perfection of, you know, sometimes that we see as something, you know, a 28 year 
And I know that you were such an integral part of that, of running teams for that organization that everybody that would mention the name, I would say, oh, do you know Becky? And they're like, are you kidding? She's been my team lead forever. You know, like she, she, she coaches me and I learned so much from her. So it's just this, but the uncertainty and the not knowing, and again, that, that the globalness of what was happening in, in every industry, especially in the travel industry, um, that, that it, you just don't know, you're not sure. And you had all this time to think because that was a, a long sort of notice, but at yeah. the same time of, of even asking ourselves that question, Becky, because a lot of times we don't, we're just sort of on autopilot and, and we probably have never asked. I mean, we were kids when we started, just like when I started title, it was just like, this is the way you go until you retire. Right. right? And, and the, the fear of, somewhat fear, somewhat excitement, somewhat, you know, uncomfortability of what do I want to do? What the hell? What, what is that? Right. Yeah. So, so, so I love the way that you describe how that happened, because I really can see just, you know, God playing chess. And like I said, yeah. just cracking up, but tell me a little bit. And I love the name, right? That, that wholeness. I love how you were already doing grant writing. You didn't even know, you know, God was whispering in your ear. So to get you ready, mm -hmm. but the, the wholeness. And I think as you're describing this Florida shuffle and the things that happen in recovery, and I have friends who really good friends who have been in recovery and, and, and I hear a lot of these stories that, that mm -hmm. wholeness that you're looking at the, the holistic recovery of, of this amazing person who is just going through a really bad situation. Talk to me a little bit about the name, how that came to be, what you're looking to accomplish. You know, what, what does that look like? Um, okay. I don't know who's <laughs> to answer, but, um, <laughs> I think I should answer that first and maybe Becky add again. Um, so wholeness um, originated from the, the name actually originated from actually when I got here to Florida um, and my best friend um, who was actually here um, with us, I'm a single parent, we were sharing a, a residence with my daughter, that's her goddaughter. And, um, and, and so she went through, you know, the recovery here in Florida, her treatment center was shut down because of the corruption. And um, so, um, fast forward in her recovery, she lost, um, her best friend, um, you know, and, and there was like a story behind it of how that happened. And, you know, he was missing in the hurricane that came through and they found him, um, dead and, um, like literally people had stole his clothes. Like he was, it was really sad. And so she moved, she was moved by it to do something. I was moved by it to do something. And this is how like wholeness, the, the wholeness ministries incorporated actually like was formed. You know, we went to God, we prayed and we were like, okay, what do we do? Cause everybody's talking, but nobody's doing. Um, and so we were like, you know, just blindly jumping in you know, head first. And um, the name wholeness came um, after reading, um, you know, first Peter 510. And it was like, after you suffer a little while, there's more to it. I don't know it by heart, but I know it in my heart. And it was like, you know, 
that was that was like the definition of wholeness. Um, and so we were like, that's it, it's wholeness. And so we, we ran with it and it might not have been the right season. It might not have been like, you know, God was like, okay, hold on, hold on. And, you know, we're, we're ready to go. That's that impulsive behavior that comes from that, right? <laughs> and so, you know, with our impulsivity, we jump in and, you know, we literally like did everything that we could to get it up and going. Um, you know, fundraising and um, we did um, like huge events and, you know, and there was so much talk, you know, about like, you know, the sex trafficking and this and that, because originally I thought that's what I was down here for. Um, and the more I said to God, oh, I hate addiction. I don't want to deal with it, even though that's my degree, um, because it was so bad what was going on. It was more like he was pushing me into it. Like, you got to do something. I, this is what I sent you here for. So um, the name wholeness is actually created from that, but as far as the approach from it, um, it was downloaded as I was going through school that, you know, and part of my dissertation for it to be, um, you know, studied and to um, uh, make it, um, you know, like, like, a, uh, like valid um, was the wholeness theory. Um, and so instead of a basic holistic approach that involves a um, biopsychosocial model, which is your biological body, your psych, your mind, your will, your emotions, and then your social environment, you know, it was very clear to me that, you know, we are created spiritual beings first. And God is an ordered God. And so before we ever had these bodies, we were spirit beings. Um, and it's very specific to that. And even if you're not a believer in God, the creator, and you believe in evolution or um, old earth theory, new earth theory, whatever you believe in, not religion, but whatever you believe in on how you came to this earth besides coming you know, um, through your mother's womb, right? <laughs> um, you were you were a spirit being first, no matter what you believe in. You could believe in the universe, you were a spirit being first, and that's how it was created. You know, the Big Bang was a spirit exploding. Um, so in being a spirit first, the theory is when you're it's a spiritual biopsycho social model. And that's the W-H-O-L-E wholeness, holistic approach. And so, I mean, that theory and detail is, is just beginning. Like it's just starting. Um, and that's unheard of here in South Florida. Like you don't need spirituality. You just need God. And although God is spirit, they're not connecting it. Like there is a spiritual brokenness in South Florida that needs to be healed. Um, and this is why addiction keeps happening. This is why these, you know, things keep happening, you know, emotionally, um, you know, the, the emotional, um, you know, distress that is, you know, just upon it. It's like, 
we're missing something here. You know, it, it's totally missing it. And every single treatment center, it was, you know, uh, and I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, bashing the 12 step theory, but it was like 12 step, get them out of here, put the next one in. And it was like, the 12 steps are going to save you. And it's not the 12 steps. The 12 steps is a tool to walk you through that recovery to help you. But when it becomes your God, that's where it becomes distorted. Mm -hmm. The whole 12 step model, whether it's AA, celebrate recovery, CANA, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that 12 step model, when it becomes more than just a tool, it then becomes your God your savior. And when something fails in it, which it will, it's set up. So something does fail. So you'll continue to work on yourself. So that's the way it's set up. And so if, if you're depending on that, you're going, you're going to fail. And this is what they like pound into yeah. these broken individuals. Like they just pound it. And I've seen, you know, in groups where you know, somebody's, they're like screaming at the clients, like, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to get it? You know, what step are you on? What the, and it's like horrific. What about love and nurturing someone? What happened to that? You know, and it comes from broken therapists that aren't healed right. Um, and so it's a, it's like a, I might be a little, you know, ranting right now, but like, that's, the wholeness theory is to be spiritually whole first and then everything else follows. You know, we're going to want our bodies to feel better. We're going to want our minds to be, you know, um, not, you know, whole, just basically, you know, being able to live a good, fruitful, abundant life yeah. and to help others to share our stories and how that happened. And, and that's interesting that you just said that, Melissa. And, and Becky, I'm going to give you an opportunity because I do want to hear your take on this. But what you are describing, it almost seems like they subscribe to this formula. Everybody's using it. It's not really working for right. a large percentage of the people. Mm -hmm. Hey, how about we look at a different formula like what you're describing and make yeah. that the norm. Let's test it enough so that we can have a case study so that we can and then implement it and make that part of the conversation with all of these treatment mm -hmm. centers, or is it that they don't really want it to work because of what you're describing? And, and, and this is, can sound cynical of me, but the truth is that I know that we have, I mean, just some of the memes you read on Facebook, you know, people are geniuses, right? Mm -hmm. I know that there is a way if we can put a Rover on Mars, there's a way yeah. to come up with a better system. Now, yeah. are you not open to it? Just like, I mean, we can talk about pharmaceuticals. We can talk about anything. Listen, yeah. You can put a man on the moon and you can't find a better way to do a mammogram. Like really right. like that yeah. sort of thing. So, so is there just a hesitation to explore what hasn't been explored that might actually work? Or is there a, Hey, let's not mess with the system. Cause look, mm -hmm. this is kind of cushy right now. And yeah. again, at the risk of sounding cynical, but it just sounds like you have a very, very unique solid approach to be able to look at the person holistically, love on them, nurture them. Yes, you can implement the 12 steps, but there's so much more that goes into what this mm -hmm. human being needs. So I yeah. love that you said that. Um, Becky, yeah. you want to elaborate or maybe tackle that one? 
Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the things, of course, when I first met Melissa, is I just wanted to, I was like a sponge. I just wanted her to tell me, you know, what's going on, what happened in the last three years, and and understand, because this is, I mean, the whole, um, you know, spiritual, biopsychosocial, like the 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 clinical side, the medical side of it is new to me. I'm that's not my thing, right? Um, yeah, I had some experience with addiction, but that was the level of, of my knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just listened a lot and I asked lots of questions. I know I drove her crazy for a while. Um, but I, I loved that. Like we're, you know, and we're always talking about balance, you know, work-life balance Mm -hmm. and how we need, you know, we need to be kind to ourselves and, and they're beautiful things, but when you dig deep, right. It's like, are we really, are we really doing that? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's, it's really what, what attracted me as well. Cause I can't, I can't do something. I can't be a part of something that I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that, that incorporation well and also i want to say that i just like i can't i can't live without faith be it your faith might be whatever you define your faith to be right yeah right it's the universe it's nature it's god it's whatever that is but to not have that sort of and like i couldn't i couldn't do life with i don't know how people survive without it to be honest with you. So I loved that she is so passionate about that. Um, and, and just, I mean, that's, that's really like what wanted to make me just do like, and help, right? Like make it, make it really happen. And when you combine something like that with the heaviness of the atrocities basically that are happening. You're like, okay, something has to change. Right. And, you know, going back to what I mentioned before that at first I was a a little afraid of talking about it. I was like, you know what? And I think one day we talked about this, Melissa, in one of our workshops, we, I, I was like, even if we just help one person, that's a start. Um, and, and, and that whole, you know, I loved her, like when I was looking at the business plan and stuff like that, and she wrote holistic with, you know, W H O L E. And I thought, all right, that's going to be, that's our thing. That's your thing. Yeah. Right. That's our thing. And, and we were both going through changes, you know, transformation, what happened to me with my career, all the things that she went through, mm-hmm. um, having started the nonprofit and not getting it to where she really wanted it to be. And so just, it was like a transformation. And that's why we ended up with like the butterfly as the part butterfly. of our life. Yes. Right? Yes. I love that. So that's, that's like our, our thing. I love it. Um, so so yeah, that's kind of how so let started. me let me ask you you a question because I think you touched on it. Both of you have touched on it a little bit, but I'm super curious because I think that just as a society, we're not doing enough. 
you know, Melissa, you mentioned the, the stigma, right? And Becky, mm-hmm. you mentioned the family, you know, you go to family days, but are we educating the families enough? Are we educating the communities enough? How do we deal with it? Everybody, it's like mental illness. Nobody wants to talk about it. You know, we know it's a problem and we know that it's there, but nobody wants to talk about it. How do we, how do you, because you're in this really, really unique position to, and I see it, ladies, I see it with both of you. You're going to change the game in this recovery world. I see it. And I get all goosebumpy, but I really believe that God, that God is using you and using your experiences and using the hurt and everything that you've been to, Mm -hmm. to bring you to this place so that you can just shake shit up. Right. Excuse my French, but, (laughs) but, but for lack of a better term. So, so now the next thing is, and, and one of the questions that I was asking about what you want to accomplish, how do you take that to the big screen, right? Sort of the, 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 how do we get involved not only in the, in, in wholeness health, but then you're going to bring in the family element. Listen, let's bring in the community element. Are we involving, or is your plan to also involve legislators and policymakers and, and elected officials so that everybody can sort of join forces and not only contribute with time, treasure, and resources, but also with, with understanding just the knowledge, you know, are we doing enough to educate our kids more than just having a, just say no to drugs rally and putting, you know, red paper, red solo cups in a fence. I'm not, I'm not knocking that program, but, but are we doing enough as a society and, Mm -hmm. and where does wholeness health and wholeness butterfly come in to, to bridge that gap so that we can finally start putting an an end to this? Cause it's, it's, an out of control epidemic. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's, there's a lot that's being done. There's a lot of good out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need more. We need more because, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, so I've been reading a lot about all of this, right. And just Googling things and looking at white papers and, you know, researching it. And it's, you know, the statistics are, are, are horrifying. Um, and, and like Melissa mentioned earlier, if we are the recovery capital of the country, if not the world, then why is that? Right. And look, there are so many, so many things, but to to answer your question in a nutshell, yes, like we need to do more. We need to talk to legislature. We need to do, I, I mean, there's so much, um, we obviously can't do it alone, but we're going to do whatever whatever we can. I mean, we're really just getting started. So what, whatever we can, we'll take whatever we can get at this point. Right. And I think, I think so many people have been touched by this. I I think, I don't know anyone who hasn't been touched in one way or another. You really Mm -hmm. can with, with what you are creating, I think you can really create an army of ambassadors and people who believe in this cause that are going to go out there and just like, this will be in every state for now. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a chapter and you're going to get together and you're going to rally the troops and you're going to be able to bring people that hope that is missing, but with tangible, like all this right. research that you're doing, all this study. Right. I mean, I just, I see mm-hmm. it. And I just, I just want to hug you both through the screen because I know mm-hmm. that this is a space that is, it's just devastating, man. It's yeah. Yeah, it really is devastating and exhausting for, for everyone involved. 
Yeah, it is. And you know, like there's, there are, there are so many things that we can do so many ways to help. You know, I was listening to on, on one of your, I don't remember if it was a podcast or, or if I read it, maybe on the pink headphones or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Jay. Yes. Jay. So I, I, when I read that, I remember thinking, wow. I mean, what he's doing is great. So he's, he's going into, he's, he's all about prevention, right? So he goes to school, Mm -hmm. talks to parents and which is another, like, we have to attack this from every Every possible angle, right? So we're sort of at, (laughs) not the end, but we're, we're after it gets bad, right? So we, and you need, you need that too. But, um, so yeah, whether it's through prevention, education, talking about it, I think people still are afraid to talk about it. And you know what? It happens to the best of us. And it's unfortunately a very normal thing. But when, when you realize that, then you're like, okay, you know, now I can, I can talk about it, which when you start talking about it, you start your healing. Um, and it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. People are very scared to ask for help. Well, no, it's so, so the more, I think the more people share, um, there's also an opportunity to see that there's hope. Mm, yes, absolutely. Um, and I, I, I would imagine that when you're the person <clears throat> And I, I remember being the, the family member in it, mm-hmm. thinking there's, there's just, there's got to be a way out, you know, that hope, but, but to think that some people lose that hope, I, I can't deal with that. Yeah. So for me personally, this is about like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, targeting that. I see it. I see it. And not letting anybody feel alone. And I mean, I, I just see your heart and I, and I know Becky, I've known Becky for a long time, but when we Mm. talk about it, it's like, it's just coming out of your pores, right? It's like, like, I know that, that this can be accomplished and we're going to accomplish it because I don't want anybody, like you said, if it's just one person, it's okay, but it's that one person. So I'm curious to know if time and money and resources were not an issue. Okay. What do you see wholeness health? What kind of impact do you see wholeness health making five, 10 years from now? Hmm. No limits on this question. This is, this is, there's no ceiling anywhere. This is God saying your wish is my command. (laughs) Because that's yes, what he said. Exactly. That's what he says all the time. <laughs> right. Yes. Breakthrough. <laughs> I don't um, know, Melissa, but I, I just, I see, I just see so much change and and happiness, and you know, more talk about wholeness and and people feeling and being whole than. Mm-hmm the Florida shuffle. Yeah. You know, we're, oh yeah. Remember that? Like, remember that Florida <laughs> shuffle? Had you ever heard about that? Yeah. That was horrible. 
So like yeah. it's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a pandemic in itself, and we got through it. And wholeness is the vaccination. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. What about you, Melissa? What do you see? So I literally just—I just see a huge wave of wholeness health just infiltrating South Florida, um, and literally the world. Like I just see it spreading and it's, but it starts right here in South Florida where, you know, this is where the capital, you know, recovery is, right? So we have to start, you know, where, you know, the largest amount, you know, is, you know, I, the other day I was thinking about this first off, like it was just the other day to, that it just went off in my, my head of this light bulb of just how big this really is and thank god i have becky (laughs) i was thinking about it and i'm like because i'm seeing all this corruption and i'm like and the last thing i saw was like these halfway houses that are like shoving like five people in a room at once that can barely like walk in a room they don't even have place to put their stuff and they're like stuck in a bunk bed and they're you know forced to do you have to do this program and you can't do anything else or you're not living here and then you have to pay you know almost two hundred dollars a week for that and so i I can interrupt (laughs) and and like not being not being allowed to go to church if you if you if you are you can't mention yeah. you can't mention faith at all much less the word god You're like because that's what makes it work god forbid yeah yeah right <gasps> and like like this is i mean and this is truly what just happened like this just happened to someone who we actually you know just pulled out and rescued from that because it was it was so corrupted i mean they were giving her uas every single day and then charging her insurance company for it like it was, it was ridiculous. And so I sat there and I was like, what do I do with this? Like, if I report them, 200 people would be out on the street in a minute and they would have no place to go. So what do I do? Like, do I report these treatment centers that are huge corporate, have all this money that can fight back and beat it? You know, am I going to get anywhere that way? And, and the fact of the matter is the only way to conquer what's going on here and, and is to infiltrate South Florida with the wholeness theory and the wholeness, you know, wholeness health uh, treatment campus, the, you know, whole way housing that we want to implement and just, you know, rush through South Florida, you know, all these different things that we want to do and build that really people can walk around and be like, you know, I feel whole today. I feel free today. Like you don't have to be bondage in, I'm an addict, I'm a this, I'm a that. No, you're a human being and you have a name and he knows your name, you know, and and you're loved and you're, you're wanted and you're worthy, you know, just because you use some drugs and you, you, you know, you've got kicked down, doesn't mean that you're not worth something, that you're valuable. You're, you're just a valuable person. Yeah. And like, that's what happens. These, 
you know, these broken individuals, I don't even like to call them addicts because it, they're only, the only reason why they're an addict is because they picked up a, a drug to cover some sort of pain that they're dealing with yeah. that they couldn't handle on their own. You know, that's just like picking up another tool, 12 step alcohol or drugs. They're, they're just tools. Yeah. And so it's like, that's the approach that we have to take. And we can't do it alone. That's something I learned when I went in head first, you know, you know, raising up the nonprofit. I was doing it alone. You know, I did events alone by myself. I couldn't handle it anymore. And so we need people, real people to, to stand up and help and, you know, give their finances, give their resources, like give their time. And like Becky is giving like free time to do this, you know, and she has other people in her corner that have stepped up from her company that she worked with. That's doing this for free, yeah. like for free. Nobody's getting paid. Like we need to help these people like it's just enough is enough like will the real people stand up and help yeah. like you know it's just and I mean that's kind of where we're at yeah. like um you know where's the investors where is the people with the money that say that they want to put their money in something good mm -hmm. um here we are we're ready like it's always, it's always about money, right? Because we need money to, you know, we need it. It's that simple, yeah, but, yeah. but even just even advocating, right? Like yeah. just um, like believing, believing in us, believing in, in mm -hmm. what we want to do and, and helping us spread the word yeah. because um, that's one of the best ways to, to, you know, to be known. And that's why, I mean, I, I appreciate on today because of that too um you have some awesome no, no are you kidding i'm because you're awesome it's a blessing for me that you that you're here sharing this i just i just love that you guys are pouring so much heart and so much soul into this and now as i as i hear your stories and i'm sure i'll learn even more about them it's just like so many of us have this story you know yeah. i mean you you were describing yeah. your brother and the family you know george's nephew good kid, you know, grew up in, in, in a household where he was the, 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 all the attention was on him. You know, if he studied about the Holocaust that summer, they were in Auschwitz, you know, if he studied about, you know, it, it was just that kind of very charmed life that you would never imagine. And he's a good, sweet kid. And he just, he just fell in and his mom passed and then things sort of spiraled. And you know, I remember the first treatment center he was in was like $30,000 a month. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, you think there's this illusion of, you know, you think they're walking him through the process. And I remember we had conversations a few times where he would say some of the best drugs were at these treatment centers, you know? Yeah. And, and it just, it just breaks my heart. And he was 34 years old and, yeah. and it was just like the, the most shocking, craziest thing because it should have never happened. Right. It should have never yeah. happened. Yeah, just yesterday, Melissa and I were talking about, um, you know, it's it's tough because there's there are just there are so many there are so many issues and and you know often the the addiction or whatever and I think M Melissa 
mentioned this a little bit earlier, it's, you know, there's a, there's another, there's like a coexisting mm-hmm. issue, right? And I think what happens with a lot of the treatments is that they're so focused on the addiction, but not the root. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's, that's where I see that our focus is going to be, you know, really getting yeah. the nitty gritty of mm-hmm. it. And, and hopefully, you know, making a change. Also the, the thought that like these halfway houses are sometimes in really bad area. Yes, I agree. You know, you walk out and they're dealing drugs right there. Like, and the irony in that is like, why does it have to be that way? And they're charging, they're charging like if it's in the middle of Coral Gables, you know what I mean? But so, so it's just, it it goes down to what you said about, but, but I love what you just said, Becky, because sometimes I think, you know, I do a lot of the Eastern medicine, right? I'll do acupuncture and go to a holistic. I'm I'm very anti pills and all that stuff. But, but I know that when you go to the tradition, I'm not saying this about every doctor, I'm just saying what I have seen, you know, they're, they're program to just give you a pill to treat the symptom. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're six years old and you're taking 25 pills a day, right? Because they want to cover that symptom. Let's, instead of, you know, the Eastern approaches, let's go to the core. Let's figure out what is causing this so that you don't have to take medication. We're going to fix this. And I think that's, that's where, where you come in. Listen, let's, let's, Mm -hmm. let's, let's unbreak what is broken in the human as a whole, because they, earned it and they deserve it and they're loved and they're important and they're valued and they matter versus let's just, let's just put a bandaid on this super expensive bandaid. Right. But, but, but it's just not, it's just, I don't think that it's sustainable. So I love what you are doing. I just, I just, you know, I'm going to pray viciously for, for your success, but I know it's going to be there. And you know, the stories, the stories of these people that are going to come out and they're, and they're going to show up once they know that you exist, listen, people that have been marred by this, that would love to do anything that they can to avoid this happening to someone else. So I, I want to, I want to shift gears for just a second, because this is something fun that I like to do. And I rarely get to do this because I think it's so much fun that both of you are here. Um, so I usually ask people, if I looked you up in the dictionary, what would it say? But today I want to ask each of you what it would say about the other so melissa if i looked becky up in the dictionary what would it say about her <laughs> put you on the spot right <laughs> <laughs> um can i write it down first <laughs> do it it's do it. long um so if Okay, so if I looked up Becky in the dictionary, um, I would see that all of her tears are golden. They're all worth everything, that she's amazing, um, outgoing, intelligent, um, loving, and the most nurturing person that I've ever met, just a natural like nurturing everything that she touches is created. And you can, you know, I know it wouldn't be listed like this in the dictionary, but I could speak something to Becky and she would create it just as I visioned it. And that's why we work so well together because she 
took this vision that God gave me and she, she made it come to life. Like it's alive and living. Um, and I don't know how to describe that in the dictionary (laughs) form, but like, I've never met anyone, um, I, I've never met anyone like her. She's just, um, she's my godsend. She, she just is. I just love every oh. bit of her. She's amazing. I love it. I love it. And Becky is an all-in type of gal. Yes. Uh, thank you for that, Melissa. That about her? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Becky, if I looked up Melissa in the dictionary, what would it say? So the first word that comes to mind, maybe it needs to be a thesaurus instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Let's do the synonyms. <laughs> yeah, synonyms. So, yeah. so strength, strength is like the first thing because as soon as I learned about her story and what she went through and the loss of her son, that that killed me. Wow. Right. Um, and look how I get. And the fact that she, she can speak about it. And like one day she told me, I remember I said this to her and she said to me, well, that's, that's healing. That's what healing does, which is, it's beautiful. So strength is, is the first thing. Um, solid faith uh, just, you know, reminds you, like puts you to shame. Like you, you, you feel humble, right? You're like, oh. like I thought I had faith. Oh, right. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and just like, I think she wears her heart on her sleeve. Like she's just real mm-hmm. down to earth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's super sincere and, and she, she just wants to do so much good, you know, I love it. That authenticity. It inspires me. It inspires yeah. me to, to do good. Yeah. And, and, and what I love about being able to do this, especially when you're working on something together that is so heart centered and that you know god said i'm going to take mm-hmm. this little grain of sand and i'm going to find a way to put it in together with this grain of sand and they're going to do beautiful mm-hmm. things is that is that as you're each defining each other i see so much of what you're saying in the other right so i think it's it's that that attraction of that 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 mirror mm-hmm. listen this is this is what i'm so drawn to you about we don't recognize because god forbid we would give ourselves any grace or any credit but, but it's there and that's what's causing the attraction. So thank you for sharing that. I always have fun with that question. So, okay, let me ask you if there's anything that you have coming up, any support that our community can offer other than what we've just shared or how we can get involved. How can people get involved with Wholeness Health? Um, well, I would say, you know, visit, visit our website, wholenesshealth.org. From there, you can connect to us um, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and that's where we're going to be, you know, sharing everything that, that we believe in, everything that we're doing, um, some events coming up. So we're starting, to, yeah, so we're starting to plan some things. Um, actually, one of our butterflies, which mm-hmm. if, if anybody's following us already, they'll, they'll, they probably saw one of her videos. Her name is April. And um, she, through, you know, through wholeness and with Melissa's help, uh, we got her a bike. <gasps> wow. And so, yeah, so she's, you know, she's, um, she's been biking and she, the bike allows her to get to and from work. Wow. She got a job. That's she's huge. doing great. 
And she, she's so cute. She's the kindest thing. And she wants to give back. And her, her idea was writing for recovery. So, (laughs) so, um, so we want to do an event. We hope it'll be like the end of June. We're, we're just starting to plan it. So let's see, but it won't be the only event. That's for sure. And, and I think the writing for recovery will be an, an ongoing yep. thing. I see it. I see it. That's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So love that. excited about that. So if you connect with us on Facebook or Instagram or both. So um, Facebook we'll is find out about Wholeness Health. It's Facebook. Yeah. Wholeness Health Org. Wholeness okay. Health Org. Both okay. Facebook and, and Insta. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I love it. And it's just been. Uh, sorry. To add to that, um, you know, bike story, um, I I took April to um, Walmart, and as you know, like the bikes are really scarce right now because of the COVID. Everybody's biking, and you know, and so and like production is backed up, and so I was like, hmm, I just feel like we have to go to Walmart right now. I just felt like we have to go right now. And she's like, oh, well, we'll just go tomorrow. And I was like, no, we have to go right now. I didn't understand it. And so like we rode to the Walmart and immediately we turned the corner and we could see the whole racks of bikes, like the how they had the rack up. It's completely empty all on the top. And like we turned the corner and there is an exact like bike that she wanted. And so, um, like, like perfect, um, and perfect price too. And so we check out and I'm like checking out and, and paying. Cause you, you know, you check out yourself right nowadays, you don't have, and, and I'm like scanning and checking out and I'm paying and I turn around and I'm like, where did she go with the bike? And so I go to the door with the receipt because they check the receipt to make sure you pay. And she took off riding across the parking lot. And I was just in awe. Like it was like a slow motion. Like she was like the happiest person I've ever seen. And she just was like so grateful for her bike. It just brought tears to my eyes. I wish I could have videotaped it and like, it was just, uh, it was, it was just amazing. I just wanted to add that story to it because it just reminded me of why I do what I do. Like, like it just reminds me like, and you know, like no amount of money is worth, you know, just someone's life and how precious it is and like Becky said even if it's just one even if it's just April you know and I know that's not what's going to happen but it's just amazing watching you know watching them fly you know Um, watching them fly so sorry to cut you off but go ahead (laughs) I call that the the giver's gift right that we we don't we don't give to set out for keeping score or anything that we get in return man God always over delivers, you know, yeah. and, um, and, yeah. and that's the kind of thing that, that when you see that and you see, it's, it's almost like God whispering in your ear, listen, what you're doing is important. And this is why I put you here. Why I gave yeah. you this command and, and thank you for, that's his way of thanking you for, for taking it on. Cause it's a big, it's a big undertaking, but you know what? 
you guys are total mm-hmm. badasses. I know you can do it. <laughs> so any any uh, last words before we sign off? I do wish you would come back as you have events that, that you have coming up so that I, we can share and check in on the progress and see what else is happening. I know you're, you're up to big, huge things. And, and I thank God for both of you. Um, you know, Becky, thank you for, for connecting me with Melissa. And, and I say, God, thank you for, for Becky for all these years, uh, because mm-hmm. it's been really a blessing. And like I said, just, just when I think, okay, this is great. She goes out and, and just like, seriously, Becky, we already <laughs> thought you were up here. So, so I'm super grateful that you made the time to be here and, um, and, and just, I know this is going to be a huge blessing to our audience. So any, any final words before we sign off? No, just thank you. Thank you a million times. This is, this was wonderful awesome. to have this opportunity You're You're amazing. Thank um, you. talk about always, you know, thinking, oh my God, now she's doing that. Like talk about <laughs> topping yourself, right? You've oh. always been a, an excellent role model very inspiring so thank you girl thank you girl that's the miracle but thank you thank you thank you thank you both again for making the time and for sharing the space and and for just blessing us with with both of your stories and what you're doing to change the world this is a this is world changing stuff ladies so you heard it here folks go out there and do good and be great and go play outside we'll see you soon bye, bye everyone <laughs>